Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Nutrition Talks with Nicole. We are officially on episode 9, one away from episode 10. Yeah. (laughs) I did take a quick break over the holidays. We talked about why in this episode at the very beginning. Today I am joined by Jake and the episode is titled, You Are Not Going to Diet Your Way to Loving Yourself. In this podcast, I talk about my journey with competing and how it has impacted me, why I got into it in the first place, and just everything that I've learned from that process. All of the information that we share in this episode is completely our opinions based on the experiences and feelings that we have both had. For me, going through the process myself and Jake in preparation to do so. I really hope that you guys can take something from this episode because we both get pretty raw and real with the things that have gone on in our lives in the past as well as what's going on currently. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Alright guys, so I am back with Jake, his second time on the podcast. What's up guys? Um, so today, well I feel like I'm going to be a little rough because <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Yeah, I took been, a break. It's been like a couple weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just got a dog, so that's update on our life. We got him right before Christmas and ever since then, life has just been kind of crazy. Yeah. And yeah, we've had to learn a new normal with him. And during that process, it was going to be really hard for me to just sit down and record any sort of podcast, especially with us together. And I wanted this next episode to be both of us. It just, yeah, it wasn't going to be possible. Too much going on. Yeah, we had to kind of wear our dog out so that way we can actually record this. Yeah, we took him for like an hour walk. Just so that we knew when we got home, he would be asleep and we could sit down and record this without him biting our faces off. For real. Not that he's a vicious dog. He's just in that puppy stage where he just wants to eat everything in sight and our hands. His teeth are freaking sharp, man. Yeah, and our hands are like the number one toy for him, apparently. So today, like I mentioned in the intro, we're going to get into talking about my experience with competition preps and I want to get some insight from Jake because he's never competed before but I have talked to him a lot about it. He has considered it himself, is still considering it for himself maybe in the future but there are some things that you know we both want to focus on in life at the moment before considering that again. Um, So I just kind of wanted to talk about that because I haven't talked about it yet on the podcast. It was something that I thought was going to be a main topic in one of the very early on episodes, but honestly, it's just not that prevalent in my life at the moment, so I guess it just didn't really seem like an important topic, but because of some things that Jake has just realized recently, I wanted to bring up this topic and talk about it with him so I'm gonna be asking him a few questions along the way to provoke him to talk about his experience or his thoughts uh, on everything so I kind of need to start from the beginning like always whenever I talk about things because I like to paint a picture for 
uh, my listeners to understand fully where I'm coming from and what has molded me to be who I am today and why I think the things that I do, etc. So competing was something that I got into in the end of 2016. That's when I started with my coach. And before competing, I knew about what it was, but I never really considered it for myself because I couldn't imagine stepping on stage in like a tiny bikini and and heels in front of everyone. You know, it just seemed like kind of scary. I don't know if like Jake, you thought, I don't know, what what did you think when you first learned about competing? How did you view it? Like, did you think it was cool? Did you, were you like, oh, that's great, but not for me type of thing? Or what was your thoughts? Well, I mean, I've always had some sort of fascination with the whole sport. I mean, even going back to my days in high school, like I've always followed the sport of bodybuilding. Like I've always kept up to date with the Jay Cutlers, the Ronnie Coleman's and the Phil Heaths and uh, kind of... I kind of it started off with YouTube videos. My brother and I would like watch YouTube videos like of their workouts, and we were like, "Oh wow, that's actually really cool." And then like that helped play a factor in my early stages of starting hitting the gym regularly, and you know, lifting weights and getting bigger and stronger. And I was a big kid at the time, and I know I mentioned that in the first podcast, so it actually allowed me to build muscle build muscle quicker than most people would when first starting off so that helped me out but you know it's just like the difference between them and myself was that the fact that they were I don't know they they've been doing it for years and like they've perfected it and like I I was just sitting here thinking like oh hey well maybe if, if they can do it I can do it too maybe I'll just like get on this diet and hope that it works but I've realized sooner or later it's more to that so yeah yeah so are you talking about like recently like getting on yeah, like recently, coach. but then, like, it also... Like, back then, too, you were like, oh, the shit, this is harder than what I thought it would be right. type of thing. Right, I mean, like, re- I mean, even not even, like, talking about, like, this past year, but, like, years past, I, kn- I know that it's not just about building muscle, because if I was, that was the case, I'd rather just go do a powerlifting meet and just show off my strength, but for me to actually, like, get on this diet and stick to it, but... At the time, I, did, I couldn't afford a coach because I was still in college in high school, and I know my parents would never pay for that for me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was like, I was, you know, going on Google, searching up these like crazy, stupid diet trend, trends or trending on social media and everything, thinking that would work for me. But, you know, it's actually a lot more than that. And it's a lot more, you know, more detailed and a lot more complex than just doing it on my own. Yeah. So that's, that's where I struggled. Yeah, yeah. So I um, was lucky and because of the situation that I was in, I was actually part of a bodybuilding club at my school. I was able to get free coaching. So that's kind of something that was enticing to me. You know, it it wasn't a factor that was holding me back in terms of financials. You know, I didn't really have to worry about that aspect of having to pay for somebody. So... I, and, and I, you know, it's very rare for somebody to coach people for free. I will say that. Um, must, must be nice. Yeah, it was, it was my coach giving back to the students at the school because it was where he was able to start his whole coaching business. So, you know, students that were going to Eastern and part of the bodybuilding club, the only those people he was offering free coaching to them as like this is my thank you because you know if it weren't for this club then I wouldn't be where I am today type of thing that's awesome yeah so anyways I immediately entered into and I I talked about this in my first podcast a little bit but I immediately went into a bulking phase and um you know, because I was eating super low calories, trying to track my own macros, didn't really know what I was doing at all. And so I, I wanted to put on muscle. And my naive brain thought that I could put on enough muscle in like six months by just increasing my calories uh, and get ready for like a prep come January. And I started with my coach in August. And I hadn't really 
seriously lifted for very long, wasn't following a super structured workout program or anything like that. You know, it was, there was just like, I don't know. I just, looking back, I'm like, wow, you're so dumb. I don't know. That's like in my head. That's what I'm thinking. But so I, I did that. And honestly, you know, during that time, I think I put on a lot more body fat than anything. All of a sudden, my calories, I was eating, you know, probably 700 more a day, like right off the bat. Like my calories went from really low to then like super high, just immediately. My body responded so poorly. Like I put on so much water, like there was so much water retention. My digestion was really bad. Like this is when I I uh, first started having real digestive problems. I wasn't able to go to the bathroom regularly and that continued on for years um, until, like honestly, I think I struggled with that for three years from 2016 to 2019. Like, no, yeah. End of 2019, I really did struggle with that and that was obviously miserable. I mean, we all know how we feel when we can't go to the bathroom, it sucks. Uh, that's when digestive issues started, and then, um, I, yeah, I pretty much blew up. Like, that's kind of the best way to describe it. I felt like I just blew up, like, it didn't really put on muscle at all, in my opinion, because I don't, I mean, I probably put on a little bit, but. Was well, this when, you said this, you did this by yourself? Like, no, this was to... with my coach. Oh, okay. And, like, I was on a training, pro- I was finally on a training program with him, but it was, like, you know, I'm not going to make that much progress natural in six months after eating super low calorie, not reverse dieting properly, things like that. You know, it was just like I put on a lot of body fat. I put on a lot of water weight and it was just like unnecessary fat and water that I had to lose eventually come my time to prep for a show. Right. So I started my prep in January of 2017. And honestly, you know, it actually... That, that has been like the easiest prep that I've done. Uh, like it was hard, but uh, in terms of progress that I made week to week, it was the most seamless out of all of the other ones that I've done. Like I was just losing a pound a week. Pound, like it just, it just seemed like everything that we were doing was working. And I feel like years after that, it didn't really, it wasn't that easy. Like it just didn't seem that easy. Um, but I stepped on stage for my first show, definitely wasn't ready, uh, came in, I don't even know what place, didn't place Mm. at all, um, wasn't lean enough, didn't have enough muscle, continued to prep, and did a show like two months later, and at that point, I was really lean, but I had no muscle, so it didn't, I just looked like this tiny skinny girl on stage, you know, just like, nah, like, and it was, I needed to do that, I needed to have a prolonged dieting phase and end goal so that I could lose all of the body fat that I was carrying around because I needed to have a good base to start from scratch. So I am thankful for that, but at the same time, you know, I did throw a lot of money away competing in two shows, you know, paying for my bikini, paying for my heels, paying for my hair and makeup for both shows, you know, it was just like a lot. But yeah, so don't think that I could have actually made that much progress without a show at the end. So I guess I am thankful for that time. But then again, you know, went into another bulking phase to try to gain more muscle. And then in 2018, did another prep. And like I said, you know, this prep didn't just didn't seem as easy. I stepped on stage again. I beat the year, you know, my physique from the year before but again, like still was not very competitive at all. And ever since then, things have come up in life and I have not been able to step on stage. And, you know, I've tried two other times and it just didn't, didn't work out for me. Um, and since, since then, I've had a lot of realizations, not only about the sport in general, um, but also about the reasons why I was doing it. And also, I just had a lot of like wake up calls in terms of, okay, what really matters in life, you know, for you? Not trying to say that competing doesn't matter and it's not important because it really is for some people, like they've dedicated their life to it. But for me, I just wanted to be confident in how I looked day to day 
And I realized that I really didn't need to go through all of that to to get to be that. You know, I didn't have to go through all of that extreme to finally feel confident in myself. You know, I probably could have taken a healthier route than what I did. And it kind of brings me back to, okay, so why was I competing in the first place? Was it really because I wanted to step on stage and, like, be competitive against people? Uh, Or was it because I just wanted to, like, finally attain this physique that I... I I idolized for so long thinking that it was going to bring me and everything that I ever wanted I don't know it was just really you know it was one of those like the grass isn't always greener type of things because I remember and I mentioned this in my very first podcast too after my second or third show that I had ever competed in it was the best that I had ever looked and um, I really didn't I, I put so much value on my physique that I didn't want to lose all of the progress that I had made and so I put my body in a very unhealthy state to stay super lean for months on end after my show and one day I had this like realization and I felt terrible like physically and mentally about myself still and I was the best that I had ever looked in my eyes you know I would look in the mirror and I'm like yeah like this is good but I'd still have bad days where I'd be like wow I look fat and I was weighing like 106 pounds at the time um you know I'd still have bad days where I thought I looked like shit and um I I slowly started to come to the realization like okay well this is where I'm at and this is where I've always wanted to be in terms of like how I look and how I present myself to other people and blah 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 but I literally had nothing like I didn't even do that well in the show that I competed in I didn't have a boyfriend at the time because the relationship that I was in was very rocky it wasn't very stable and we were in a point where we were broken up I didn't have time for my friends because all I was focused on was staying lean. So that meant spending hours in the gym doing cardio and working out, skipping out on social events, not even trying to do social events because I knew it would lead to eating out, drinking, and it terrified me because I didn't want to gain weight. I had just graduated with a bachelor's degree in basically nothing, didn't know what I was doing with my life you know, had no direction, was very lost in terms of that. And, um, you know, I had a terrible relationship with food. Like, I was barely eating anything every single day to try to maintain this lean physique. I was still doing a ton of cardio. I would go in the morning uh, before, like, I was still doing morning cardio and then going back and doing a workout and then more cardio. Like, I was still in a prep. And then, like, I I just remember it got to a point where, um, like, 2 p.m. would roll around and I would feel like I could go to bed for the rest of the day. Like, I was exhausted. My body was exhausted because I wasn't feeding it. Like, I just felt shitty physically and mentally. And I was doing that to myself because I thought that that's what I needed to be, to be, to feel good about myself. And that is far from the truth so I've worked on that for the past two years really like a lot and I'm kind of thankful that I didn't compete in the last two shows that I was trying to do because I wouldn't be where I am today in terms of just appreciating my body for where it's at because I wasn't a you know if I were to have stepped on stage again I think that I would have gotten caught in that cycle still of like the of wanting to stay super lean and being unhealthy mentally and physically again and like I don't know if I was ready to go through that Um, I still don't know if I'm ready to go through that again not saying that competing is uh, completely x'd out of my life but there are other things that I need to focus on right now especially school and I know that I can't give a hundred percent of my attention 
to a competition prep or school if I'm doing both. You know, it just, it doesn't work for me in, in my brain. You know, I, I get too overloaded and I get overwhelmed. And at the same time, like when that happens, I turn into a different person and I get really mean to people around me, especially the ones that are closest to me and that I love. And uh, it's just, it's just not something that I want to go through right now. I don't, I'm not ready to go through it again, but I do miss it. You know, there are parts of the process that I miss and uh, having a goal and being so focused on that is really exhilarating and fun and looking forward to show day uh, and being up on stage. Like show day is so fun. You know, those are like probably the best, some of the best times that I've had in the past, you know, three years, four years. So those are things that I do miss about it. And when I see people posting on Instagram about it, you know, I get a little FOMO. But, and, and like when people post on sh- their show days, I get FOMO. But when I take a step back and I think about everything and all that I've been through with it, I need to, you know, be like, okay, chill. You know, you don't, you probably don't need to do that right now. Like you're fine. You're fine living a normal life. Like you have to remember that those people don't live normal lives. Um, as many, as, as much as people probably try to make it seem like it's normal, dieting for competition prep is not normal it's just not and it's okay if it's something that you like to do but I would not classify that as normal and I wouldn't classify it as you know overall healthy if you're just trying to get healthy and like leaner and lose body fat I wouldn't recommend just like jumping into a competition prep because it's definitely more than what uh it's people try to portray it on Instagram because I think that that's like a lot of people get caught up in what they see on Instagram and it is truly, truly a highlight reel. Like I can't tell you how much I was like struggling through that time, but I would probably post on social media like feeling so determined today. A lot of the time what people are saying like, yeah, they might have a, a, a second where they're feeling really motivated and then like five minutes later they feel like shit again. It's just, I don't know. That's kind of the reality of it. So I'm going to stop rambling now and I'll probably get more into like things that I think in terms of competing and realizations that I've made, but I kind of want to hear Jake's perspective because he's never competed before. Right. And and he he wants to. Yeah, I do. It's, Eventually. It's I think it's on that we'll more than likely be in the cards for me later in life for sure because i mean like i said i've always had a, a love and passion for the sport and I've, I've and i've always appreciated what people go through to get to the physique that they want and i'm a very competitive person as well too like aside from obtaining the look that i've that i really like i i love going on stage and be able to beat the person next to me because i've i've done that with sports I play with in high school too like football baseball like I'm out there to beat you and that I look at my building as a perfect sport for me to kind of channel that for me as well so I think that that's also why I love the sport body mill too because it's pretty much you against everybody else and you're trying to be the top person on that stage yeah you like the competition and I like that too because I like I want to be the best and I want to prove to everybody else that like hell yeah I'm fucking better than you you know like that's I like that and I've always been like that with sports growing up like I've always wanted to be the best and um a lot of the sports that I did growing up I did very well at I excelled at at physical activities I excelled yeah so it was so bodybuilding definitely attracted like that's another thing that attracted me to the sport especially getting into it not necessarily just seeing it but like once I got into it and realized like oh shit like I'm gonna have to beat people like that that you know lit a fire under my ass yeah I mean I take that mentality at the gym too because if I'm not working hard at the gym that mindset of oh someone else who's gonna be on stage with me is working harder than me than I am today like I have that mentality going to the gym like I'm gonna crush my workout regardless of how I'm feeling that day if I'm feeling good if I'm not feeling good I still go in there with a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to have a purpose for what you're doing in terms of like, like that's another thing. When I felt like I didn't have a show to prepare for, 
I felt like I didn't have some sort of purpose going into the gym. It was like I wasn't like having a show in mind. You're always like, okay, this is why I'm going in here. Like, and it fuels your fire to like push really hard in the gym and like perform well, continue to improve. So that's like something that I needed to kind of relearn. Even for me, but even before I competition was even like a thought in my mind like even go to the gym I my purpose for me just going was just to get stronger overall like and performing well my major lifts like bench squat deadlift like all your key basic lifts like my goal was just to get stronger and get more pounds get pounds up on the bar or, or on the machine every week so that was that was my purpose before this but obviously when you're in a competition prep your purpose is to get better physically as well yeah like you're talking about like leaner yeah Yeah, exactly like like loose body fat so recently jake decided that he wasn't going to do a competition prep this year because uh ever since he basically started with his coach uh what last february yeah last february um we i took a yeah last it was last february but i took a break uh, for a few months just to kind of just enjoy the summer the summer with family and friends and everything and I started back up with them after Labor Day weekend but like when did you think that you're like okay I'm for sure gonna compete in 2021 probably like a few months like maybe a few months or weeks before Labor Day weekend when I decided to reach out to Dom well actually I I take that back because it was before then too because I want I even reached out to Dom my first week in February like right before I started with them last February because the intention for me was to compete eventually but yeah obviously I wanted to get on this lifestyle diet first to kind of tackle that and see how I did and overall I did very well yeah even amidst the pandemic I mean in quarantine like I still had home workouts that I that he assigned me and then I did those without any excuse and I, I made I made what I had work yeah yeah so um Jake had you know ever since middle of last year was planning to step on stage probably in 2021 after starting up with his coach again in the fall. And so ever since September, beginning of September, you've had this thing in your mind that you were going to be competing this year. And the holiday season kind of like December rolled around and things kind of started to shift for you. Right. So when was the first time that you were kind of questioning your ability to compete this year or like your drive to do it? Like when were you start, when did you start to question it? Because let me just preface this with like Jake was so dead set on it. And when Jake is dead set on something, you cannot change his mind. And sometimes that is a great thing. Other times, it's a really shitty, annoying thing. Not in terms of, like, the competing. But, you know, when he has his mind set to something, he will stick to that shit. So the fact that he was even kind of starting to question it, I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it was in the back of my mind, right? But, like, right when I started with Dom again and, um, like, during Labor, like, after Labor Day weekend because... When I finished with them, I obviously had great results. Like my, I was feeling really confident about myself. I was like, "Oh wow, this is like the best I've looked in years. Like this is great. I'm very happy and fortunate to be where I'm at right now." But I'm gonna take a break and just enjoy the summer and enjoy enjoy myself. Well, when I started with them again, I looked at myself and I realized I almost gained back everything that I ate. Gained back all the body fat that I had even gained before. Everything that you Pretty ate. much just gained everything back, and like I looked <laughs> like shit. And that's just a pa- and that's just a factor of me just like having a poor relationship with food because my mindset back then was like uh, it's either all or nothing. Like if I'm gonna do a cheat meal, I'm gonna go do it to the extreme. I'm gonna eat until my stomach falls out of my body and I'm gonna just eat <laughs> nonstop, and it's just I didn't have a good relationship because like I didn't really know I didn't have a good balance and my activity and me not having like a great activity 
back then, like I, I really didn't keep track of my steps and my cardio would be wishy-washy some weeks. So it was very easy to gain all the body fat back that I lost when I worked with Dom. I feel like time. you didn't gain it all back. Not all of it back, but like it was very noticeable in some spots. Like you weren't able to, you didn't maintain the results that you got like you wanted to. I think that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Because like every, I want to preface like, or not preface, but I want to say that every time you go through a dieting phase and then you start to get into like a reverse diet or you, you know, stop dieting, you never gain the weight back exactly how you had it before, you know? So you didn't look exactly like you did before. No. But I understand like people have their problem areas and like those are areas that we always focus on and our eyes go to. And like if we gain a little bit of fat back in that area, we're like, oh my God, I see it. You know, Mm. it's like so obvious. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, But you really didn't look like how you did before. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just, but then when I started up with Dom again, and obviously I started seeing results again pretty quickly, but it kind of, like, I was kind of thinking about it, like, if I compete this following year, am I, am I competing for the right reasons? Am I competing just to get this look that I've always wanted? And like, it's going to teach me to like, be more controlling of my food intake or have me have a better relationship with food. And I started to question that. And then when I did you start to question it? Probably soon after, like a little into December. Okay, so yeah. it was a while. Yeah, a little into December. But De- what, what provoked those feelings? You know, it's just like, just like my overall feelings about food. Because like, there's times where like, I just want to like, eat everything. It's like, because I've been on a diet, I've been on a caloric deficit for instance, for like four or five months. And like... That starts to take a toll on you mentally, and you think like, "Oh my God, I'm just depriving myself. I need to eat everything in sight." If if I'm going to compete and be in that same deficit for even longer, like, is it really going to help my relationship with food get better, or is it, or if I'm going to be right back to square one again, right when I'm done? Like, do I really want to go through that again? Yeah. Like I, I want to have a better relationship with food, and as well as a better relationship with my overall appearance, physically and mentally. Like I, it's still a struggle for me today. And I'll, I'll, I'm not afraid to admit that. Like there are some times where I just feel like I don't have control and I just have to like clean the fridge out and just like, so I way I feel good about myself but at the end of the day. It's like, I need, I need to work on my self and my relationship overall physically and mentally and as well as with food before yeah. I even think about going back on stage. Yeah. And do you feel like this is something that um, you started to realize because it was kind of something that I started to realize? I mean, I wouldn't say that like you were the main deciding factor, but like, you no, helped, I know that you helped, you helped point it out for me. And it was, and it, it was, I couldn't disagree. I, I agreed with every aspect. Cause that's, that's how I feel. That's what I'm going through mentally right now. It's just like, I need, I, don't think that competing is going to fix this problem that I have. It probably will make it worse. Yes. And that's one of the things that I tried to kind of explain to Jake is that I, I, I mean, ever since we started dating, you know, we spent a lot of time together. I mean, like almost every single day we, we have seen each other, you know, it's very rare that we don't go a day without seeing each other. So we know each other super well. Um, and so these things that he he was doing, things that he would say about himself, little nuances or like mannerisms that he'd do, all, you know, said to me like, okay, well, this is not, this is a problem. Like this, like there, there is something that's not healthy going on mentally. Mm-hmm. And so... Obviously, like, I wanted to support him through competing and all this stuff. But as as time went on, I just started to notice more and more that, like, is this really what he needs to be better overall for the rest of his life? Is he just kind of using this diet for as a Band-Aid because he doesn't want to accept the fact that he just isn't happy with how he looks and like has a really bad or has a really hard time accepting himself for like who he is at all stages because that's super super important you know there were there's a lot of like language said by him 
you know, in a joking manner that saying like, I'm fat and joking about things like that. But it's like all the time, you know, you don't mind me saying this, right? Ah, Yeah. So it's like, you know, very excessive um, negative self-talk. And so these are things that, you know, were triggers in my head. Like, are you going to like come? Competing isn't going to make these issues that you're having with your body better. It's going to make everything worse. And um, he actually had a conversation with a lot of our friends who have also competed and kind of reiterated that, like, no, this, like, you're going to feel worse after your show. Yeah. And that's not what I wanted. Yeah. I, I don't want my overall perception of myself to get worse as the years goes on because i i mean i love food i mean who doesn't love food i love eating good food i love being able to enjoy my social life and be with friends and not miss out on good opportunities in life and you know i'm thinking just competing right now it's not ideal but again not saying it's not out of the out of the picture in the future because again i love the sport i love being able to work out with a purpose and get my body to a point where it's like uh, it's able to go on stage and be competitive but yeah. at the same time if it's not if I'm not right there mentally in terms of my relationship with food as well as my overall perception of myself and being happy with myself overall I'm doing more damage than I am good yeah yeah it's just, so one thing that I explained to Jake is that when you get to another level of leanness, which is actually something that you're going through right now because you're still working with Dom, like you're the leanest you've ever been in your life right now. Um, so, you know, again, just because you're not stepping on a stage and you're not getting to like super, super, super lean levels, like this is still something that you're going to have to overcome once you kind of phase out of this this dieting process. Um But as you get leaner, as you reach a new level of leanness, all of a sudden your expectation for yourself gets even higher. And so like let's say, because I don't, you can't see me right now, but let's say like you're you're at zero and you go through a dieting phase and then you get to 10. Okay, well anything, like during that process, when you got to five, You were so happy. Like you thought you looked so good. You were confident. But you kept pushing the bar higher and higher. So now anything below that 10 is going to be like you're going to be unhappy with it. So like you were happy at that 5. But now if you get back down to that 5, you're not going to be happy. You're going to think you're fat. You're going to think you're ugly. You're going to think that you're regressing. So it's like now you're going to have to get above that 10 to feel better about yourself. And so you keep pushing the bar higher and higher and higher. And, you know, again, like once you get to that 20 mark, okay, well, you were happy at 10, but you pushed yourself to get to 20. So now anything below 20, you're not going to be happy with. So it's kind of this like constant battle. And if you're not working on yourself inside, like uh, like mentally, that process is going to be so hard to go through. And even people that do work on themselves and understand and have this like full perception, like they understand it fully, like I'm explaining it right now, still have trouble with it. Like they still struggle with post-show. They still struggle with how they look after a dieting phase because once you stop doing what you've been doing, it like your body isn't going to look the same. It's just not. Not yeah. that you're regressing, but it's just, it's going to look different. Yeah, unless you're a genetic freak, like you're not going to attain that same physique year round. Like, right. It's, it's it's impossible, and I and I've realized that. But at at the end of the day, I think for me, it just it's all about balance. Like you have to have a good balance with yourself physically and mentally as well as you and as well as in being able to enjoy the food but at the same time being able to tell yourself like okay I don't need to eat until I'm gonna pass out or throw up like just eat just you know take care of yourself in a good way physically and mentally as well as what you're eating and as well as you're keep as, as long as you're keeping your activity on point every day like you're not gonna revert to being the way that I'm not I'm not going to revert to being the same way I was before I started with Dom I mean I 
I've learned a lot since then, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be at a 10 the rest of my life. I mean, I'll, there will be times where I drop down to like an 8 or 7, but I mean, at the same time, it does mean I can't build myself back up again. Well, yeah, and it doesn't mean that you're like any less of a person because of it, you know, right. and that's like something that you're that everybody needs to realize and work on, not just you. You know, it's something that I had to work through as well. Um, and like some days are still tough for me. You know, it's not like things are come easy all the time. You know, I tell you like I don't feel great about myself today or, you know, I feel gross today, things like that. You know, it's still not – I'm not like happy 100% of the time. It is normal to have days where you just don't feel great about yourself physically. No matter where you're at, whether you're com- going through a prep, a reverse diet, maintaining your weight, gaining weight, you're going to have days that you don't like, like where you don't like yourself. It's inevitable. And I think people think that if they diet or go through a diet and they start to lose body fat, that all of those bad days are going to go away and they're always going to love their appearance and be so confident every single day forever. And that is just not reality. So a lot of the time people have to just go through the process process themselves to fully come to that realization. And at the end of the day, it really isn't worth all that it's like cracked up to be basically or what people make it out to seem like. I mean, even if you're not going through a, comp- a competition prep, even just going through like a lifestyle diet, I mean, it's called lifestyle for a reason. Like it's, it's changing your whole way of life with even with your weight physically as well as mentally as well as your relationship with food. Like it's changing everything in your life. And when you stop, you're not, you're not going to be in a lifestyle diet for the rest of your life. Like when you stop, it should completely change your whole mindset. Like, you, like you're saying you should continue. Like you should like you should like continue to like live that yes. lifestyle but at the same time not be so restricted on a diet all the time. Yeah. Like go out and enjoy your life but be able to learn and understand that balance. Right. And um that's like when the yo-yoing takes into effect is when people go through that lifestyle diet and then they're done and then they're like, "Okay, I can just eat whatever I want." I'm, I'm guilty of that, and I did that. I did that after I did with Dom after my lifestyle, because like I, I didn't live that lifestyle afterwards. Kind, I mean, Jake's really hard on himself. Yeah. Like he would stick to his diet majority of the week. It was just like the weekends. It wasn't like we were eating pizza on a Wednesday, you no, know? No, but, but like at the weekends, I was like, okay, this is my time to like eat whatever I want. But the problem was, we did that a lot of weekends. I mean, we did that every weekend, and yeah. I'll say like. Honestly, it wasn't until probably like the end of the summer around that time when I just like stopped craving shitty food. I mean, not that it's like shitty food, but you know, food that's like less nutrient dense. That's like the proper way to say it. I mean, I'm still, I'm still going through a diet and I, and I still don't crave that. I mean, there'll be days where I'm like, oh, hey, pizza sounds good. Or hey, a burrito sounds good. But like, I'm not sitting here like, oh my God, if I don't eat, I'm going to, if I get this one, like order like five or I'm going right. to have 10 slices of pizza. Like I, I'm not like that even right now. Yeah. And so that's how, that's like the place that I'm at. And I'm so thankful that I'm at that place because it really was not until I, I stopped like saying that I was going to like prep for a show like once I stopped putting that pressure on myself I finally was just like I just like didn't crave food anymore like I didn't crave that type of food anymore yeah so that kind of leads me into something else that I wanted to talk about was uh free meals or refeeds untracked days type of thing ever since I started with my coach he would have like one refeed a week and or like a cheap meal type of thing where we could go out and get whatever we wanted and that was something that like my brain was fixated on the majority of the week because before I started with a coach I would never allow myself to have those types of foods because I had a terrible relationship like even worse relationship with food um and I thought that like if I had a burger that I would gain like 50 pounds type of thing so Once I started with him and uh, he like, it was like part of the plan that we could just like go out and eat a, a nice meal, like where we didn't have to care. Um, like once a week, it, it fell on every Sunday just about. I would go crazy and I would eat until I felt sick. 
And that was something that I continued to do for three years, just about. Um, And so it was kind of this like, again, all or nothing mindset or treating that meal like it was the last supper because I knew that I was going to have to go another week without being able to, you know, have those types of meals, just feeling super, super restricted. And then once I dropped that expectation that I needed to be strict all the time or whatever because I had this goal that I was going towards, the those fixations just went away. Yeah. Like I can just have a couple bites of ice cream now instead of the whole pint. I can actually stick to my macros majority of the week or almost like every single day of the week because I don't feel like I need extra stuff because I could if I wanted. A lot of it is mental. A lot of it, a lot of like going through that was a mental thing. And once I just dropped the expectations and like these standards that I had to have, I started to have a much better relationship with food and it made me healthier overall Um, anyways. And it just came organically. And like I am a creature of habit. Like I eat a lot of the same foods every day, like same meals every day. But I also don't like super, super restrict myself. Like I will – and I always put like my health first. You know, I always make sure that what I am eating is, you know, majority of the week is going to benefit me uh, nutritionally because I care about that. I care about how I fuel my body. I care about the types of foods that I put into my body because at the end of the day, like I'm not going to fuel myself with cheeseburgers and think that I'm going to have the same results as if I'm fueling myself with rice, chicken, and like a vegetable. You know, it's just, you, you know, that it does matter. So that's another thing. Like I had a huge, I had a lot of trouble with treating meals like they were the last supper and eating until I felt sick because I was so restricted and at, and then it made me feel like shit you know you'd wake up on Monday I want I literally wanted to die yeah and you'd feel like absolute crap and then it would last like all day long and maybe into the next day sometimes and then you'd finally feel good come Wednesday and then you know the weekend would come around and you'd do it all again yeah it's I, I hate that feeling yeah because I until like my heart gave out really yeah it just it's not healthy one physically and two not healthy mentally I think it's more unhealthy mentally than anything definitely um because you know pizza's always going to be there ice cream's always going to be there it's not going away no you're going to be able to eat it again so and I didn't when I I approached those meals it that logic went out the window so um, I'm really happy to be in that place because I don't feel like I'm driven by food all the time, every day. Like I'm not constantly thinking about, oh, what am I going to have this weekend? Yeah, you know, like, I'm the same way right now too. And I, I'm grateful that I'm at that point now in my life because back then I was always just like so food driven because like I was like, oh, I can't wait for this meal when I eat until my heart gives out or I eat this many calories. Like it's... I'm over. I'm kind of over that right now. I I eat food just to like enjoy, enjoy it, and like still being able to feel good about myself afterwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you feel like you started to realize that like maybe you were have you did have a poor relationship with food when Thanksgiving rolled around? Um, maybe yeah, kind of around that time. Yeah, I would say so. Why? Just, I don't know, it's that same reason why I discussed it earlier. I mean, like, I see everyone else enjoying their Thanksgiving Day meals, and I'm just sitting here eating cream or rice. I'm like, wow, is my relationship with food this bad to where, like, I have to eat, be on a diet when I don't have to be around my friends and family? Like, is, is it really this terrible? Well, that was with your family. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like, on Thanksgiving Day with my family. So we did Thanksgiving with Jake's family a, the weekend before. And since he wasn't, since it wasn't actual Thanksgiving, he wasn't given like an untracked day. So he's stuck to his meal plan while we all, like me and the rest of his family, enjoyed 
like turkey and stuffing and all the Man. normal Thanksgiving stuff. So is that when you like it started to dawn on you or was oh. it on Thanksgiving Day with my family with my family? Definitely both. both. The, that, that, um, Thanksgiving dinner with my family kind of was like the start. But when I was given an untracked day meal and Thanksgiving Day rolled around, what did I have like like what four or five servings of cheesy potatoes and turkey and all that stuff? Right. So I think one of the things that I noticed that day was like, you know, I told I told Jake like you don't have to act like you know you're never gonna have this food ever again in your life, and um, he was like, I know, I know. But in like all of us had like I had one plate of food and I was and I was good. That this was the first year in I don't know how long that I just had one plate at Thanksgiving and I felt satisfied. Yeah. And you know other people maybe had like a second helping, but then Jake was up here, you know, filling his plate four different times yeah. and like do what you want, babe. But in you know at the end of the day like you don't need you don't you shouldn't have to feel like you need to eat that much i laugh because because of the way it sounds but uh, i mean that's my problem like that's and that's like going back to my problem of when i before i started back up with my coach again it's like i ate i ate until like i didn't i was i was satisfied but that was like four or five plates later, but I realized that I could have been satisfied after the first one. But right like, or two. But me being know? on such a deficit, I'm like, oh, I, I'm gonna just eat until whatever. Well, like, and and that was like your first untracked meal that he had had in so long, like months. Since like yeah, since, since no, September. September, yeah. So you know, your hunger hormones are all fucked up at that point yeah they're they're all they're all over the place and um and so that probably played a role too but it's like it sucks speaking from experience guys it sucks to feel like you can't just eat one plate of food and and feel like you're done it sucks to feel like you're being controlled by food and that you have to have five servings and and make yourself feel sick in order to be satisfied I mean, yeah, I'm speaking on it right now, but there, I guarantee you, there will be days where I'm like that again. It just, right. It's it's something that I need to work on. It's gonna take time for sure. It is gonna take time, and like, I think that you've come to the realization that going through a competition prep is just prolonging this work that you're going to have to put. It's in. putting a bandaid over a really deep wound. Yeah, yeah. That's not gonna heal anytime soon right. unless I do something to, about it. Yeah, and the first step is being fully aware of something that an issue that you're dealing with. Um, and honestly, this is something that I've been kind of hinting at to Jake for a long time, like pretty much ever since we got together. You know, saying you're not going to diet your way to loving yourself. Yeah. Um, and he would just not listen to me. He wouldn't listen to me for almost a year and a half. <laughs> I mean, you also got to look at my standpoint, too. Like, if someone's going to tell me something, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, right. I won't do it. I know. It's something that I have to realize my own, my, yeah. myself, and, like, understand it myself before, like, before it dawns on me. Right. And, and that's and that's the same with anything. Right. And so um, I just, you know, gave it time. but and, and we'd go through phases where I'd be like, okay, he's good, he's good. Um, and then things would kind of pop back up again, and I'm like, okay, he's not good. Like, we're going down the same path again, um, and I'd kind of, like, have the conversation again. And the only reason why I would say these things is because I went through it myself. Like, you were me. So I know exactly how you're feeling and what you're expecting and – and how it's going to go and what it's going to be like after you're done. And the shit's still going to be there. The problems are still going to be there. And, you know, then you just threw away all this money and um, to just be in the same position or maybe in an even worse position. And at the end of the day, you're not competing for the rest of your life. No. But you are living a life for the rest of your life, if that makes sense. No, it definitely does. Like, the diet has definitely taught me more than... I was looking. I was looking to get out of it for yeah. sure. Like it taught, it taught me a lot about myself. Yeah. And I, I'm, I may not be competing, but like it definitely played a huge factor in my life. Even when I'm not, even if 
I haven't even stepped on stage yet. Because yeah. it made me realize that, like, maybe now is not the time to step on stage if your relationship with food is this poor. Right. And I, and it took you a, a long time to, to kind of come to that conclusion. Yeah. I don't think you would have even come to that conclusion if you didn't date me. So, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, to be honest, honestly, if I wasn't dating Nicole, like, I was doing a keto diet. And I was tra- <laughs> I mean, granted... I was do I was tracking it, but like, you you could you could tell like I was losing weight, but like yeah. I was I was not doing it necessarily the right way. Yeah, not and, not in a sustainable way. Cause like yeah. right when you stopped when I we first started dating, like a balloon. you just gained the weight back. Yeah, yeah, cause like I you reintroduced carbs into my diet, and obviously the the water weight came back excessively. Well, right. I wouldn't say excessively, no, but like no. it came back pretty quickly. And like that summer we. D- did a lot of stuff and like yeah. we enjoyed ourselves and like we didn't care about what we were eating as much and yeah. we were not as that active we weren't as active as we are now remember we'd literally lay on the couch on sundays and like do we didn't anything. do shit yeah. and then we'd eat pizza and froyo and like oh my god i mean those days sound great in this old, <laughs> at the moment but like looking back i'm like i don't know why we did that yeah like now we go on walks together all the time like we make sure that we're doing things like if we're not going to the gym that day like we're still getting outside even if it's cold like we're we're doing stuff we're moving our body you know yeah. even if it's just for a short amount of time i'm staying active even on my rest days yeah and i think that plays a factor it may not seem like it but it plays a huge factor now that it did for me back then because like it's constantly like keeping my body moving and not being in this you know sedentary state yeah that's the word i was looking for yeah. I don't know. I feel like Our the pup's waking up. up. Oh, man. Hi, buddy. So this is probably a good time to wrap it up because we're, like, getting into an hour now. Um, is there anything that you you want to share other than what we've kind of talked about? I mean, not really. I mean, I hope for the people that are also thinking about competing, like, are going through the same thing I am. I hope that you take this, my testimony and my kind of, like, my experience as a it's kind of like a wake up call for you, like and mine and and Nicole's as well. Like <laughs> if you if you're also going through the same problem with food or the same if you're going through this battle with yourself mentally as well as like you're not having a good relationship with your overall body. I hope that like by listening to what I've gone through, what Nicole has gone through, it's like it teaches you that um, you know that you can you have to work on yourself a lot first. Like it, it, this isn't a sustainable way of life. Like, yeah, you go through the diet, but you also have to like learn from the diet too. And like treat yourself better. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Like dieting and losing body fat isn't going to magically fix the issues that you have with yourself. That's like the main takeaway that you should, should think about, you know, are you doing things for the right reasons? Um, and there's a lot of pressure from the media and social media to be a certain way. And I just think that you need to fight that and work on yourself first. And then and then maybe consider going through something, either a competition prep or a lifestyle diet, something like that. Definitely, definitely. Because otherwise you're just prolonging problems that you will have to address at some point. Or you're just going to continue to be miserable. Yeah, for sure. But who knows? Maybe a year from now, I'll actually go through the competition prep when and I'm be at, ready. When be ready, because I know that if I can tackle this problem I have with food, then competition prep will it won't it won't hinder my relationship with food if I do it. If I if I'm if I'm tackling the problem now and then after I do competition prep, I'm not going to treat every meal like it's the last meal for me. Like well, it's, and you know realizing that like you look good no matter what you know you don't have to be dieting and losing body fat to be confident Mm -hmm. and you know people aren't gonna like you more because of that and like you're not gonna be more successful because of that and i'm not gonna love you more because of that right and and then also like at the end of the day no one gives a shit what you look like really like at the end like yeah you're competing for yourself and you're obviously competing to beat people on stage but after it's done like no one cares no like no one cares if you have a six-pack anymore like no one cares if well yeah people like to a strong guy obviously but like no one gonna care if like you have washboard abs like people just 
they like you if you're a genuinely good person, if you have a great personality these days. So yeah, that was a lot. We unpacked a lot. We talked about a lot of heavy stuff. Thank you, Jake, for being super vulnerable today and talking about something that I feel like a lot of people either one are really afraid to address not even not only to other people but to themselves and to um, haven't even like come to that realization themselves and they have been doing this for a long time so I really appreciate you sharing your experience of course with everybody Uh, So with that said, I think it's good to wrap this up. I feel like we talked about everything that I wanted to cover. As always, remember to rate five stars, leave a review. A positive one is preferable. Subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share it with a friend if you think that they'd benefit from this message that we've talked about today. So thank you guys so much and I will... Talk to you in the next episode.